0: Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. We're coming to you from four days in the past. We're all hoping that the future got a little brighter, the alternative being too horrid to contemplate. Either way, we're probably all drunk. And now, on with the show.
1: the Clockwork Cabaret! Hooray! Hooray! I am Emmett Davenport. And I am Lady Antercock. And this is going to be a weird episode because uh, we are <laughs> recording this on Monday, November 2nd. And we won't <laughs> release this until Friday, whatever day that is. I don't Friday, right. a...
0: sometime in the future. Sometime that we in the future, conceive of at this point on Monday, November second. No,
1: no. Um, For those of our international listeners, uh, tomorrow, November third, is election day here in in the United States, and it is a very tumultuous and uncertain time. So, yeah, we're feeling you know, a little fraught. Yeah, so when this releases, we may either be ecstatically. We're be drunk. Yeah, we're gonna be drunk. We're either way, we're gonna be drunk. Um, it, it. We release this at nine a.m. on a fr- on Fridays, but but we'll probably be drunk. Uh, <laughs> depending on how things go. Yes, whether it's a happy drunk or yeah. a sad drunk, we. The uh, yeah, it's the fate is up in the air, and and uh. We didn't, We're not quite sure. It's yeah. We're, it's certainly uncertain. Is essentially how I feel about. And we and we, we
0: try to make this a reprieve. We try to make it light and fluffy and fun because we all know what we're dealing with. Yes. Um. But it's real hard sometimes. Yeah. Uh, that was why we had to retire, ladies who rent.
1: Yes, because we back were back getting...
0: in the day four years ago. Four years ago in the before times. Uh, because things got just a little too real, a little too fast, and
1: it, it stopped being
0: fun and started being
1: yeah, depressing. It's super depressing. And yeah, and we're kind of in that space again right now. Yes. Uh, yeah, but yeah. don't worry. We we will 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 build we'll, we'll bounce back. It's just that this particular episode might be a little, hmm. a little weird. Um. I, if you follow me on social media, and if you are a supporter via our coffee or Patreon, you will notice that I posted a a meditation self care, uh, podcast episode. It's very good. <laughs> it's very good. I listened to it and I enjoyed it highly. I, I did it because I have been practicing some stupid ways of calming my my stupid lo- loud noisy brain and and I thought I would share with everyone 2 minutes it's just 2 minutes of of essentially relaxing self-care and uh it, it, it's 2
0: minutes of meditation with a foul-mouthed uh yoga teacher yeah that's
1: what I I mean A bag of dicks is mentioned. Yes. If I, I mean, (laughs) honestly, if I was going to do, if I was going to be a yoga instructor or meditation instructor, that would be what I would want to hear. Yeah. There's that, there's that,
0: uh, I think it's on YouTube. It's a let the bullshit go. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Kind of meditation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how I felt about it. So if you, if you, if you would like some, Self care, meditation, exercise that you need because we all need to take care of ourselves. What while uh all this craziness is going on, yeah, you can check that out. Uh it's definitely, it's definitely helped me to a certain degree. Mostly, it was yeah. it was very therapeutic to do it. Yeah, so
0: <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good, and and hey, I. All right, so uh, 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 real for a minute. <clears throat> <laughs> that, that scene in the new Ghostbusters, <laughs> where Holsten is about to say something heartfelt and has to preference it by drinking and like yeah. making weird noises. I felt that very deeply in my core. Um, oh, I can see that. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I have recently redone therapy. Everybody, woo! Up, who's not getting through this? You're okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all of us, everyone, uh, all hands are in the air and they yeah. are just grasping for anything to hold on to. Um, and and actually, one of the things that the the uh the council that I've been speaking to mentioned was the, the the yoga basically, the yoga breath. If you've ever mm-hmm. taken any yoga classes, you're familiar with the yoga breath, which is that you inhale for a certain amount of time you hold it for a slightly longer amount of time than you inhaled. And then you exhale roughly about twice as long as you inhale. Yep. That, that, that's the, and I said, Oh, it's the yoga breath. Um, so it's something I'm familiar with, but they reminded me to kind of do that in the moments of panic, uh, in the moments of anxiety. I have a lot of those, and it doesn't necessarily stop. The panic or anxiety, but it does give you a just a little bit of space, enough space to kind of sometimes reassess, reconfigure how you're thinking. Because um, I do spiral. That's one of my problems, especially if in the middle of the night. Uh, and it actually did. And it's like I said, it's a technique that I know that I'm familiar with, that it's not this is not like This was that groundbreaking technology for me. Like, I was, oh, I never thought about breathing before. Uh, But it was nice to be reminded to do that in those moments of panic. And it actually stopped me while my cat got sick during all of this, which is awesome. Uh, And I uh, was gonna have a panic attack in the middle of the night. And it actually doing that, just that, that taking a deep breath, holding it, exhaling slowly, kind of taking a second, to let rationality sink back in uh kept me from having a panic attack
1: well so that was a real th- that's a it was real a real thing, thing. yeah well so w- one of the things that that uh i always think about and i know this is really weird um but for those of us who were smokers, or who are friends of smokers, or who have worked with smokers, or anything like that, um, think about a smoke break. Think about smoke breaks, and think about that, that brief moment where you get to exit a situation because you need to go smoke a cigarette, and smokers get to automatically have a moment. I used to use those moments, not as a smoker. I would just pretend that I was going to go smoke to basically do the same thing of relax, catch my catch up, take a couple, you know, take a moment to to realign my brain, realign the moment so that I would relax to go back to, to do whatever it is that I was doing. It's the same thing. That's what smokers are doing when smokers yep. go out to smoke. That's what they're doing. Well, speaking of someone who smoked but didn't never had a nicotine
0: addiction and can no longer do that, even recreationally yeah, or like socially or whatever, because my lungs are garbage. Um, yeah, like that was 100% what I liked. I, I didn't give a crap about the nicotine. I don't have it, thankfully, not on my brain, don't have that kind of like super addictive personality. So I never got hooked on the nicotine. But, what I did like was that excuse to extradite yourself from a situation that was making you anxious.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Go outside, have a tiny little kind of ceremony like yeah. there's there's a whole thing with you know you pause, you take the thing, you've like the cigarette, you breathe, no, yeah you know, there's a ritual to have this little moment to yourself and to have that that excuse to have this little moment to yourself where you can just kind of focus in and take a breather. And not like, and and have this um, tiny mental health break without yeah. uh, without being seen as antisocial weird. Yep. Oh yeah. Whatever. No. That's like and and sometimes it was also a, a you could it was a great way to make a smaller social situation that you could handle rather than a large like cause for yeah. me personally, I did that a lot at like parties or events when I was yeah. getting a little overwhelmed. It was nice to go outside and quote-unquote smoke a cigarette. Yes. Uh, I, wasn't, I didn't do a lot of smoking because my lungs sucked even then. Uh, but, like, it was a, like, like a, a downsized version of the, like, there's a couple of people out there and you're not super interacting, but you're kind of interacting. And
1: Yeah, no, that's why, that's why I, that's why I really believe that, smoke breaks in general um aren't just for smokers like everyone needs to take one of those sometimes like what do we what do we turn them into that that doesn't cause horrible lung damage and cancer Um, well see the funny thing is is that that his like when you tell somebody especially in like a working work environment oftentimes if you say Oh, I got to go take a smoke. Most people, most of the time, unless you're somewhere where they're like, oh, shame on you. Smoking is bad for you. And then you're going to get a lecture. Um, but overall, the majority of the time, people are like, oh, yeah, no, go, go do that, man. Well, you, I mean, you know,
0: it's from our generation, I don't know that that's the case anymore. Yeah,
1: I don't know. But I know that for a large portion, when you tell somebody that, oh, hey, I got to go catch a smoke. I'll be right back. Yeah, it's completely acceptable. Um, but I, yeah, like what yeah, you call it? If you're like,
0: I didn't you go step outside and not be in here for a minute because yeah. y'all are overwhelming me.
1: They'd be like, "Ooh, well, judge- you aren't about. you a little judgy?" Uh, yeah. Oh, it's social. I need a. I need a social break. I don't know. Like, what, a like, break? <laughs> I don't know. vape's, they're potentially no. problematic yeah no that no work. no it's no it's got to be something that's that's not smoking related in any way shape or form like like you don't want to just tell someone i need to take a mental health break right now because what then, if we did it tootsie rolls i need to go eat a tootsie roll <laughs> that, that just sounds like you might be doing drugs oh yeah that does sound like a drug yeah it's like what are you what are you doing
0: that? Is that black tar heroin? What
1: are you doing?
0: No, no, I'm literally gonna go outside and eat a tootsie roll.
1: I just like
0: I just it. want a little chocolatey chew. Like I just I just need a break.
1: For a I've also
0: got some of the fruit ones. I'm mixing it up!
1: I just I just need
0: to exit stage left. Yeah. I, need a... I just need to not be in this situation for five <gasps> seconds, okay? Can we just
1: call it a snaggle puss?
0: A snaggle <laughs> I need to exit stage left. And that sounds, that has the added bonus of sounding really gay. I yes. love it. <laughs> I
1: just need to exit
0: stage left. I need to like step outside and be gay for a minute. Yeah. So...
1: Just gonna go over there. I
0: need to channel my inner gay pink lion. Can you back off? Just gonna...
1: I mean... Wear this weird... Colonel collar, and I go outside. That's what You're I'm going have have to do. I'm going to have a fancy tie and a hat. Did he have a hat? I don't he think so. Sometimes I think he might have, but I don't think so. I think he had the like little pork pie hat. Pork pie hat. I. I the, definitely is a little
0: like stiff. He has uh, a little like Colonel. He black definitely tie had like an arrow. Color. Yeah. He had an arrow collar. Yeah. Oh my God.
1: Yes. I want
0: to talk about some queer coding. Yes. For anyone not familiar, Arrow, I think it's Arrow, had, there was a, um, if you've ever seen that meme on the internet where it's a, it's a, from the 1920s and it's a gentleman in a a very nice suit and a woman in a very low cut uh, dress. And I think he has a cocktail and she has a cigarette and the. And maybe, and maybe this is only the, the spheres of the internet I'm hanging out on. Um, it's it's the, usually the caption is something along the lines of when you're at a party with your uh, when you're at a party with your lesbian best friend and you're judging all the straights. <laughs> yeah, because they're like kind of very disdain. It's a very Poppy yeah. and Percy, very disdainful uh, yes. kind of image. And the actual truth of that image was that the illustrator for those arrow collars was gay and the man in all of a bunch of the advertisements was his boyfriend. Oh, yeah. So the snagglepuss wearing that that very starched and tailored
1: bow tie might have actually been a nod. Well, he was a pink mountain lion. And he was a pink... Named snagglepuss. Some kind of Large cat. I don't know <laughs> what he was like.
0: supposed to be. Some kind of cougar. I don't know. <laughs> oh. And he like Paul in.
1: Yes. <laughs> Alright. So Exit <laughs> yeah, stage left.
0: So take a snaggle puss. Yeah. Exit a- stage
1: left.
0: <laughs> Have a moment for yourself. Take Be minutes. outside. Be gay.
1: If you're take- not gay, look at some gay stuff. Take two minutes. Take a breathe. Take take a couple breaths. Relax. Catch up. There you go. There you go. Touch touch base with your inner
0: pink puma. I don't know. I lost the thread of my own analogy (laughs) a long time. I just got. I just suddenly realized the arrow collar connection and got real excited because I'm an art history nerd and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's actually true. There is a secret gay history to arrow collars.
1: Oh, and on that note, I'm gonna press
0: a button. Like any red-blooded gentleman of leisure, you enjoy the civilized entertainment of watching animals fight. Why wouldn't you? However, until now, you were limited to the common chicken and the boring bear. Never fear, sports fans. The Creature Combat Arena will blow your mind with a dazzling array of unique fauna free-for-alls. Join us Monday for Crossed Zebras. Tuesday, Narwhal Face Fighting. Wednesday, New England Clam Pounder. Thursday, Boomslang, Boomerang, Bombardier, Balderdash. And Friday, the Sleepy Panda Slap Fight. The Creature Combat Arena. We are truly terrible people.
1: So, what did you discover? You discovered. Well, yeah, I did discover it. <laughs> I made a mistake. You made me aware of this. I'm sorry. I may never forgive you. I'm sorry. I had to look so, it up. I wanted to know if Snagglepus had a, a hat. Yeah. So we we did some we did some Snagglepus googling. Also, I just, wanted to make sure that it wasn't some horrible Urban Dictionary phrase for something terrible. I just wanted to know to make sure, like, hey, I'm encouraging everyone to say that. I don't want it to be like a tea, the Tea Party teabagger incident where I've <laughs> ignorantly... No, but that was beautiful, though. It was, but I don't want to ignorantly send people off to say, yes, call it a snagopus, and then find out that it means something terrible. That's a horrible sexual kind of yes. uh, It does but... not that I know of, that yep, I could find doesn't. on the but,
0: but we, but that sent us down the Snagopus you know, uh, Rabbit Hole. He, Google Research binge. Snaggle uh, Hole. He does not have a hat. I, I misremembered the hat, but he does have little, like, um, cuffs, <laughs> just the shirt cuffs. Like he's auditioning as a male stripper. He's a Chippendale dancer. <laughs> a Chippendale's dancer. He just has the shirt cuffs and a car. um uh, And we discovered that there was a night, what was it, 2017? 2017. Yeah. Yeah. 2017, uh, comic where they reimagined Snacklepuss as kind of a Tennessee Williams esque, Southern Southern, Southern, Southern Gothic playwright, playwright. in yeah. the 1950s. Yeah. Of uh, uh, McCarthyism and uh, the intersectionality of uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, suppression of queer culture and mm-hmm. and and pinko McCarthyism, and these a uh,
1: pink cougar and yeah and huckleberry hound is is kind of a william Faulkner esque character yeah it got real weird real fast yeah uh
0: i mean i'm totally interested to read it because how could i not be (laughs) but the depictions of snagglepuss are nightmarish (laughs) they are cat's level of just too much detail in all the wrong places.
1: So the artist just really wanted to, you know, do as much cross hatching and shading as possible.
0: They really wanted to dial into like the little divots
1: in a cat. They just really where the whiskers sit, and that's just the wrong detail to focus somebody on. Somebody told them to go realistic, and so they did. And it. it, it just really scary ways. Well, um, when you make which an anthropomorphic. Led us to the discussion
0: of oh, this is like cats the movie. You need at least two furries on staff. Yeah, yeah. Um, because for I then feel you like... Have, like somebody could go. This is too much detail in yeah. all the wrong. Places. I think for any uh, any
1: any any media, be it be it draw, like any sort of of film or comic book or whatever if if you're going to do anthropomorphic animals as Mm -hmm. characters please hire some furry artists you gotta have some furries to help you you. because whenever i see furry artists draw draw anything it's adorable and i love it and i would like to have a furry drawing of something it's it's adorable but when you don't and you just tell someone, hey, I want this as realistic as possible. It's not realistic. You can't like, have a cat it, person.
0: Yeah, no, make make it make it real. Make it a cartoon animal but real. And then it's just a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, I, I will I okay I will give you an example of two films. One had furry artists on. I can't prove this. This is this is my own personal theory. Zootopia. Zootopia had some furry artists on there
1: i feel like it did
0: yeah you can't watch that whole gazelle singer sequence yeah. with the with the bedroom eyes tiger and be like yeah no there there were some furries on this fucking film there had to be there were some people that got a sexual awakening from disney uh and probably uh let's be honest robin hood yeah uh, and and they were hired for zootopia Pixar hired some furry artists, and that's why their animals look so good. Yeah. And then you have something like Cats. The movie. The movie, where all of the cats have human lips. Oh, and weird human faces. Hand, and it's very wrong. And, and our... tiny ears. And wearing fur. Coats. The Sometimes. tiny ears were what bothered me the most. Just too small. Too I small see. for those cat craniums.
1: I just. I, I will accept the human-sized head, but you must size the ears proportionately. I was just very confused by by the actual size of the of the cats because sometimes they were they seemed human-sized, and right? Then, and then it, sometimes they were very very tiny and couldn't get up onto tables. Like right. it was like they were thinking like, well, a cat can't walk
0: under a table. A cat can walk under a table. Yes. But when a cat normally walks under a table, it is on all fours. Right. And these cats were not.
1: Yes. And so you have to adjust, adjust that them. sizing. And also, yep. their ears
0: are far too small.
1: The ears are I far know too a small weird thing
0: to fixate on. But their ears were
1: very small. Their lips were weird. And they had human lips. They, I really, 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 really was uncomfortable about the fact that they were wearing fur. Yeah, and sometimes if they could unzip but their then, own fur that was weird yeah and also and then they would be wearing clothes too so yeah it was a weird well i i will accept cats and clothes yes that is a thing I sometimes put my cats in costume yeah and that's fine that's but the fur like where did you like they clearly got that fur off of other cats that well, and that's and then disturbing. Then when they take it off that they are now naked. Yes. And so you have brought up a whole other set of. Yeah. And this is all from because of Snagglepuss. This is what yeah. this Snagglepuss
0: is- made us go down the
1: furry. Made us revisit cats
0: in a way we weren't expecting. You you put it. You basically made a naked Idris Elba in a movie, and you made him unsexy. And I yes. don't know how you do that, but you managed it, cats. And that's because you didn't hire any furries.
1: Uh, yeah, I assume that I because I assume
0: if there was like if there were any furries on the staff that had any kind of decision making power, that they would have found a way to make an a naked Idris Elba cat sexy. Yeah. Come on. That sounds and, like something I would that sounds like a description I would give to someone when I pay them via right i don't know paypal to i mean i have i have
1: have read i have read lackadaisical cats and there are some darn sexy cats in that comic i love that. have you seen all the animations that they're doing for that comic yes yeah oh you don't know listeners you should be you should know they know our listeners know probably they know it's 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 a ton, It's a 1920s, 1930s set, uh, yeah. comic where all of the characters are anthropomorphized cats. They just
0: happen to be cats. And yes.
1: The the beautiful artwork. Yes. And I think oh, and yeah. it's getting a movie or a series, a cartoon. cartoon. Yes.
0: Uh, Iron Spike or Iron Circus comics, uh, which is Spike Seagull, was one of my favorite. Oh independent cartoonists uh, and publishers uh, did a a Kickstarter and they're going to do a cartoon of it. I am very excited. A bunch of people I enjoy are providing voices for the characters and it looks and the animation looks very, very good. They have hired some furries on that show.
1: Well, yeah, hopefully, the art original artist of Lacadiso Cat. Well, yeah. Is involved yeah, the...
0: she's very, uh, I, oh, God, her name just Tracy. Me, but Tracy, uh, she's very involved,
1: and, uh, it's Tracy something. I can't Tracy, remember. Tracy, the name. Oh, yeah, no, I feel terrible. I'll remember tomorrow. Yes. Um, but yes, it's beautiful, and you can look, look it up if you're, if you're curious because it oh, is. Oh, yeah. It's, it's
0: like, it's, you know, it's rum running, uh, kind yeah. of prohibition gangster style it's a, yeah. it's basically a rum running gangster style comic
1: but all the characters happen to be cats yeah oh no it's wonderful and they're delightful all the characters are delightful and it's beautiful who's, if, if who's you're your in, in if you're is? into animation and drawing it's
0: oh it's and it's beautifully it's, it is beautifully drawn yes and the character and the, the creators are big yes. nerds and so. there's a lot of good
1: historical and that's why so i say that if you can draw like, she draws attractive cats. Like if you use yep. that as 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 a basis, you could have made that a very attractive Idris Elba cat, but you didn't.
0: didn't. Yes, you didn't hire ha- Tracy Butler. You She's didn't tra- hire yes, Tracy, Tracy
1: Butler <laughs> to make your Idris Elba cat sexy. What are you doing? It's terrible! It's terrible. They should have animated it. They did.
0: I mean, no, it I mean, actually cats- was an animated movie. No, cat. It
1: was so heavily motion captured. Yes. I
0: I would make the argument that it was animation.
1: It was terrible though.
0: Uh, it's kind of fun, was, bad though.
1: <laughs> I was not drunk enough I, for it.
0: I really enjoyed
1: it. I was not drunk enough. <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna lie. I like. I also like the room. But so there's your basis. Yes. <laughs> and if you're still feeling in the spoopy season, uh, I just watched a movie called Bad Hair about a killer weave. That uh, in the nineteen eighties. Oh, that was, was also it, very
1: enjoyable. Was it good? I was I was curious. It's very good.
0: If you have any kind
1: of hair phobia. Yeah, it's probably not great. Like if you
0: get it squicked out by hair at all, do not watch it. Um or do, because maybe it will hit a specific kind of horror for you. But it was very, very good. I mean like, you know, there's a lot of CGI mm-hmm. in it for the hair monsters, which you would expect. But it was it was an enjoyable um a super enjoyable horror movie that knew what it was uh, and uh, had some like interesting social commentary to make. Uh, and also, Laverne Cox is in there as a kind of spooky sorceress ish hairdresser. So, you know, I was oh, on board. Cool. Cool. I just found And for anyone who decides to go watch it, uh, yeah, when you do a sew in, no, you do not poke the scalp oh god no up the needle through the scalp no that's no and, and also i appreciate a horror movie that uses a bad relax like a, a relaxer burn and a sew-in kind of uh you know tie to the to the horror at large and also ties into the commentary that they're making with
1: the horror movie it was very good awesome uh I feel like i watched something else that had river cox in it recently oh i watched i was watching i watched batwoman the whole first season oh i haven't seen that That's is that what good? i was um <laughs> i have mixed feelings
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: it's essentially female batman so uh i feel like they kind of i feel like they didn't really give a lot of of interesting character development to the main character I love Ruby Rose as kathy kane as as Katie kane like i like I also really really got excited about the arch villain uh who is Alice and it's played by the same actress who played Tamson from Lost Girls, so I was real excited oh, about okay. that yeah, yeah. um so uh Yeah, and there were and there, there's some definitely good, good parts to it. Uh, I just felt kind of like they didn't really know what to do with the Batwoman character, Mm. because they were like, oh, she's we've made her Bruce Wayne's cousin. That's (laughs) pretty much the defining character. Oh, she's got a twin. Oh, no. something horrible happened. We're gonna, okay, we're just gonna basically do almost the same kind of terrible family tragedy that happened to Bruce Wayne to make him Batman. We're gonna do that to her. Um, but we'll do it slightly differently. Yeah, there was just a lot of stuff where it was like, oh, um, think you're really kind of focusing a lot on her being a lesbian oh which it almost felt kind of tokenism or exploitative yeah or or yeah and so i don't i don't know um i mean i'm very very glad that there is a A a a lesbian superhero on television. Don't get me wrong; like that's cool. I am very happy for that, and I enjoyed enjoyed it. Also, um, oh, who that? There was there was definitely some really good characters. Interesting. I actually was rooting for the villain through most of it. There, um, Alice actually has way more character development and growth through the whole the first season. But Uh, to be fair. Isn't that just Gotham? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, I like the villains in Gotham. The villains and really the Batman is just a it's so boring. A to the characters we like. That child, the child in Gotham bothers me. That Bruce Wayne kid in, I mean, like. I hate, I had to stop watching
0: Gotham because I hated how everyone talked to the child Like he was an adult. Like he was already Batman. Yes, yeah. It's like, no, he's a 12-year-old punk.
1: Someone grab his ear and make him go to bed. Also, (laughs) I... Well, so, with Gotham... With Gotham, I just really, really, really didn't let... I didn't like anything that involved uh, Bruce Wayne or Mm. uh, James Gordon until actually James Gordon through the whole se- series yeah, I could care less it. about they were but like
0: I mean I understand it was supposed young, to be a James Gordon vehicle
1: but the young Bruce Wayne I wasn't crazy about until like almost the last season when it's the last yeah, season where we where, where they I just basically know. went okay he's going to be Batman we're just going to where we we everybody knows he's gonna be Batman. We're just gonna okay. finally. I just, I just really just like that. that they were already treating him like he was Batman. No, they were treating him well, like he was a adult
0: twelve-year-old. It's been traumatized. You yes. would not
1: speak to a traumatized twelve-year-old like this. Yeah, what yeah. Are you doing? I was just there for I, the villains. The bad guys. I was just there for the villains and with Batwoman. Well, there for the villains. Honestly, yeah,
0: uh, Alfred was fun. The bad guys were fun. Yeah. Oh, the bad guys it,
1: even get better.
0: You couldn't stand Bruce Wayne, so like yeah, that makes that like yeah. you know there's there's very few Batman. I feel like there's very few Batman franchises that get Batman right. Yeah,
1: if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh no, because I mean, I feel like I feel like you At you least want him to be my, in my personal like yeah. how I like well, my Batman. you want him to be you want him to be a little bit gritty. Yeah. Because because he's he's supposed to be. He's I am the knight, you know. Right. He's supposed to be a little right, dark right. and gritty. But, but, but let's not lose the fact sight of the
0: fact that this is a crazy rich man. Yes. That who goes out into the streets at night to beat up people who are poorer than him. Well, criminals. Sometimes yes, the criminals. criminals
1: sometimes the just, criminals are wealthy.
0: Are poor. I mean, when he's fighting the Joker, you don't have to feel bad about it yeah. because it's the Joker. The Joker is like you know. Well, also Mister Freeze.
1: But Mr. when he's Fre- just like beating up some random punks they're yeah. just trying to yeah. rob someplace, it's like Bruce. Come all the supervillains. All the supervillains are also like upper tier. Like they grew up with yeah. money. They have money. Like, you know, Mr. Freeze... Know them, but, well, no, but Mr. Freeze couldn't afford that gun and all of the yeah, contraptions and yeah, things yeah, if he like didn't I said, have like, like I said, like, a bunch I, of I, money.
0: Honestly, it's... One of the reasons I like the Burton movies is because Michael Keaton plays a very good kind of off...
1: Yeah, he's Burton a little broken.
0: Like This is how rich people act. And it's like, no, you're a broken... <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I believe that you're a guy that puts on a bat suit and yeah, Also, you 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 witnessed a trauma, and like and processing. and no one thought to take you to a therapist.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was one of the thing. That was one of the problems I had with I think with Gotham. It's like this kid has a lot of money at some point, and he's a child. He's like, we will buy the Batman myth when we see Batman as a fully formed adult. But seeing him as a child, yeah. it's like. No, no, somebody should have just come along and put that kid in therapy. At some point, some reasonable adult should have come along and been like, all right, Master Bruce, I know that you think that you need to learn Kung Fu, but here's my friend, Professor Jonathan, and he wants to talk
1: to you about your feelings.
0: But (laughs) I
1: I think what we might need is for your aunt to come and give you a hug. Like I think that
0: perhaps an adult in the household that doesn't work for you, so the whole, you know, economical well-being, is not tied up to your every whim? Could be fundamentally healthy for a developing young lad.
1: hear. Yeah, here. Yeah. The responsible Alfred. <laughs> yes. Except that, you know, then you wouldn't have a show. No, I and know, you wouldn't like, have you know, Batman. I think that's why I
0: didn't. I couldn't get behind Gotham is because like you're looking at a traumatized twelve year old
1: who's making these declarations of like I'm gonna go to learn Gotham. Well, and that's and, like, and that's kind of what and Batwoman kind of goes in that same direction. I mean, she's an adult. No, she's no, an adult when she too,
0: baby. she's an adult when therapy. she your parents have been murdered.
1: Yeah, well, and she and Batwoman is an adult when she discovers the bat. The whole thing and it's supposed to be yeah. like year several three years uh bruce wayne and batman have disappeared uh right like they but haven't so like, seen oh, okay, him
0: by that a little bit but also like okay so here's a good example uh suicide squad or not suicide squad um harley, the harley birds of prey birds of prey Actually handled yeah. that pretty well with the huntress yeah. In, here's this person that has is been bent upon revenge because she's been raised by assassins and they're like yeah. not healthy people. Uh and so they're encouraging her unhealthy obsession. And when she gets out into the real world, she doesn't know how to interact. Yeah. Because she has no people skills. Yeah. That I buy. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, that's a person who spent their entire life looking for revenge and now they're just like lost. Yeah. So like, I am
1: the crossbow killer no yeah No. no and that's that's true yeah and that's yeah so that, i that, that should be bruce wayne bruce wayne I, should be a broken human being that doesn't know how to eat people good he should be like a weird steve jobs well yeah well that was actually one of my favorite things in the justice league cartoon was the fact that that when uh wonder woman is flirting with batman there's a there's an episode where where she's basically trying to hint that she would like to go out on a date with with batman and he's very much like i am a you're a, an Ama- amazonian princess and i am a rich kid with problems lots of problems <laughs> like this, this is not a good idea like, no, yeah. this is like I, wanna,
0: I want them to lead into the weird rich yeah i would like it to be like,
1: you know I'd like it to be where like he, he is a little overly fixated about bats. Like, a little yeah, too like, much. like, just lean into it heavily. Like, like, his, you know, he, his whole, the whole mansion is dark curtain, black, blackout curtains everywhere. <laughs> because, for one, there is no possible way that he can, that he can live a normal day-to-day life being Bruce Wayne and mm-hmm. still be able to wake up and go fight crime.
0: And then you get to say some interesting things about how, as as a society, we just give rich cis hetero men white rich cis hetero men a pass, yeah, because they're white and rich and well, cis and, and hetero. And he can just be eccentric. You just like lean into him being a weird Zuckerberg esque robot man that is like, I know how to humanly interact. I'm having a party. We're having a party. You're having fun. And it's like, oh, yeah, Bruce, this is great. Thanks. Yeah, like, go away. Oh. That was and like- then suddenly him punching, pressing up like a bat and punching people. Makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you've got poor Robin trying to teach him. Robin is the one that comes in and tries to teach him to human. It's like, Bruce, no, no, no. You have to, like, make and maintain eye contact like this. No. Too
1: intense. Like, no. no,
0: no, no. Blink. Blink, Bruce. It shows you're human.
1: You've got the like, blinking is a sign dead. of weakness, Robin. No, my name is Dick. It's not, no, no, it's not Robin. No, Robin no, is no, the no, name. You decided that's my superhero name, no. and it's weird. It's weird. Uh, Why am I dressed uh, in the brightest colors when we go out at night? I don't understand. Am I, no. am I your target? Am I the target? Am I the decoy? What, honestly, what he's just going along with Bruce? He's also, Robins like, aren't. I'm, the- I'm going to keep this, this weird. Idiot from getting murdered. Also, robins aren't this color. I don't. I don't know if you know a lot about birds.
0: You're right. This is my identity now. Cool. We're gonna go out, and you're not gonna get murdered tonight, right? The suicide. Bruce Wayne is
1: suicidal. (laughs) He's got a death wish. Robin is just trying to keep him alive, trying to teach him how to. also, try to get him a date. Also, Robin's background is also that his
0: family was murdered yeah but he had a like a normal human background so he knows he has coped with it a little better and he's yeah. just trying to keep Bruce Wayne from killing himself
1: or other or potentially other people David. yeah because
0: Robin's just trying to teach him to human and be on the straight and narrow <laughs> he goes out with him every night he doesn't really want to fight crime he's just going out with him because he's like somebody's got to keep an eye on this idiot because he's going to get also, himself please, murdered, please, or Bruce, get half of Gotham. Please, Bruce, up. stop
1: saying what? that you're in the night. Because that's just weird. Yeah, and I'll age him up. Don't make yeah. him like
0: thirteen. I, that's yeah. just weird. Robin is a college student, at least, hope- capable of making his own decisions, but stupid enough to make wrong ones.
1: Oh, then it's that George Clooney Batman movie with
0: Yeah, without <laughs> the weird flirting with Alfred. Did you ever notice that in the George Clooney one that Rob like? Dick Grayson was flirting with Alfred the whole time and it was weird. Because Alfred was a thousand years old in that version.
1: I did not realize that. Yeah, rewatch it. I don't know, because that's the nipples. That's the nipple that's Batman. The
0: nipples one, There's a whole extended sequence where he's like doing weird laundry kung fu and then he winks at Alfred later and walks away and I'm like, was that a... Did that, that, was that just a... seem like he was flirting with him? That is a sick... Robin, that man is old enough to be your great-grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Again, therapy, 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 therapy for everyone in the Bat Family.
1: Yeah, well, definitely
0: not with Harley Quinn because that ends bad.
1: No, no, that will totally <laughs> be, or good or Hugo Strange.
0: It goes weird real fast.
1: Yeah, don't. Yeah, probably get a real actual professional. Don't, well, she was a real professional. No, it's but don't one. pick anybody that has any association with Arkham. Yeah. Just I feel like if on their resume they have said that they have worked at Arkham at any point in time, yeah, don't. And don't. this may be. This may. I'm just gonna make a statement. It's like
0: maybe don't shack up with the person you met in prison under any circumstances. Whatever the circumstances are, whether you're a guard and she's a clinical professional, or you're a prisoner and she's a clinical professional, or you're both. Clinical I feel like this is very personal there's a little bit of personal history there uh it just i'm just gonna say like maybe get out of the prison system stay outside of the prison system and see if it still feels relevant oh oh just gonna say you know closed yeah. environments are not healthy sometimes breed very intense interpersonal relationships that might not be the healthiest
1: and with that, I feel like uh, this is also an unhealthy relationship.
0: i are in-prison pen oh, yeah. got real weird real, real fast. And <laughs> Was I the one in prison or were they? I'm not going to answer
1: that question. And with that, we're going to say toodaloo. <laughs> no. I don't know what else to say. I don't uh, know what else to say. We- Hopefully... Hopefully when this airs there will be joy in the world. But it also might be terrible. So however you feel at the end of this episode, I hope we at least brought you a little bit of joy. Yeah. And amusement. And in- if you are feeling no matter what the what
0: the results are, if you are feeling um threatened or less than or scared Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now that makes especially marginalized people feel all of those things. Uh, We love you. We do. And you are valid. And uh, hang in there because the world is a better place with you in it. Exactly.
1: And with that, this has been the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Addercup. And she is Emmett Davenport. And remember, it's not work we do. It's love. (laughs) Dear gentlemen and sirs, you know the call to action. Surely you've noticed in your careers as gentlemen adventurers, that for all our sublunary escapades, we often suffer from what has hitherto been an unmentionable ailment. Well, suffer no longer. With the advent of Sir Thomas Buxhill Wentworth's mentholated monocle balm, you'll be rid of the uncomfortable chafing and dryness that accompanies the life of a monocle wearer. Gone is the shame of a wind-chapped eye, swollen, shut, and pain. No longer will your unmonocled eye weep with discomfort. Oh, my eye! But rather with pleasure and pure methylated joy. I urge you, the Gentleman Adventurer, to purchase this helpful product immediately. (laughs)